terrorize the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast from the Black Lagoon. I'm Brian. And I'm Nick. And today we're going to be talking about the ninth installation of the Saw franchise. The the Saw franchise. And it's called Spiral, the Book of Saw. From the Book of Saw. Almost like a Star Wars story, I guess. Like they're going with like a spinoff subtitle. I, I guess this is big news just because it's about a big horror franchise. But, I mean, uh, uh, the idea of a new Saw movie isn't groundbreaking, right? I mean, this is yeah. this is in the DNA of Saw. What's different about this is it looks like they're taking such a a massive stylistic change. I mean, it's, it's I guess apparently it's produced by Chris Rock. That, that's like the, at least the popular way of saying it, because there were also other producers who had a lot to do with it. But um, mm-hmm. he's the big name. He's starring in it. Uh, it was written by some people who have a background with the other Saw films, I believe. But, um... Ultimately, it looks like it's going to break the, the the kind of stylistic rut that the franchise has been caught in, which has really kept me away from it. Like, I, I've watched all of them, but I have to say I haven't really had much fun with a lot of them in a long time. Actually, uh, Chris Rock was uh, talking about doing another Saw movie for about a year now. Hmm. Yeah, I saw in a lot of the editorials on it that he is a huge fan, and I, I like that idea. I like the idea that here's a guy who has a lot of success and a lot of he he's got the capital to to kickstart a project like this, and he's doing it because he loves the films and thinks he could bring something new to the table. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I hope that's true, and that isn't the PR story that makes people want to watch the movie. If that's true, that's great. I mean cool if you really think you have a way to kind of revitalize a franchise that to me has gotten really dry and they keep trying to revitalize it and it falls flat for me every time great you know and and if it goes back into having to rely on twist and turn storytelling and and a lot of gruesome violence it's the only thing that carries it hopefully it won't do that it doesn't look like they're doing that because notice how few I think we only saw one contraption in the trailer and there wasn't a lot of flashy blood and gore in the trailer. It looked like it was much more of a, maybe like the first film, which was more psychological about the idea of dealing with it rather than look at this. Not that they won't have look at this moment. I mean, that's what the film's known for, but they might, they might mean a lot more if they're in a movie that doesn't bank off of them. Right. I mean, leaving gimmicky movies behind and creating something that might be, more narrative driven and intense could be great and it looks like the trailer is going for that but judging a movie off a trailer these days is like judging a a video game off of their cinematic trailer it literally has zero to do with the game itself you'll see characters but everything else about it is this imagined fake thing so ultimately it doesn't mean anything if you get excited about it you're going to be disappointed so hopefully this film is going to be great it we know it looks great that's about the only thing I walked away from the trailer knowing. Because who knows if the, the trailer aesthetic is going to be quite what the movie does. But even if this is going to be another kind of gimmicky Saw movie, at least it's going to look pretty. 
<laughs> that should I walk away with knowing that the camera looks great. The cinematography looks interesting. There looks like there's like some tense settings and things like that. <coughs> and you know, it, it might be a decent visual experience and maybe it will be really intense. I'm not invested in seeing Chris Rock as a serious actor. I don't care. I hope he does great. But that, that isn't like a, a shock value thing that I'm going to see. Um, but if he does great, awesome for him. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, I don't, for me, that's not a selling point of the movie. I, I want to see if the franchise does well. I, th- I, th- I think Chris Rock doesn't look like Chris Rock anymore. He looks really weird. Wouldn't you agree? Like, he did something with his face. Like, I, d- I don't know. How does he look different to you now? I didn't pick up on that. His cheek structure, it, it's very okay. yeah. off-putting. And Off-putting? Yeah. He, he looks to have, like, a... In the movie, he's portrayed as kind of like a grizzled... Yeah, he used to slightly. have a... Fr- Chris Rock is kind of like a pretty suave, good-looking guy, but it looks like they're taking, like, a a more a slightly grizzled cop thing with him and i think it's a cool look for the movie but you think he just looks different than how you remember him <laughs> i think he had something done to his face i think he had like surgery oh, done to his face <laughs> and not not specifically for this movie just in general in life like he had like, that would be a lot of dedication <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have my face like surgically Enhanced to make myself look like a fucking grizzled cop, to make to make my acting look a little bit more serious, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, if you like, he just looks more like the zebra in in Madagascar now than he than he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if we're veering into troubled waters or not. I can't tell. No, we're not. Tell me what you're... <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you love what you've been hearing so far, please consider supporting Nick and I on Patreon. We put loads of work into all of the podcasts that we do, and we've created our own little network. So you can be one of our first supporters. Just go over to Patreon to the Black Lagoon Network. That's patreon.com BLN. You can support all of our shows there. Tell me, what were your, um, like, when the trailer ended, and it was the first time you watched it, what was the first thing that struck you? Well, before it ended, when I first watched the trailer, like, I had no idea that this was going to be a Saw movie, let alone the, the yeah, title, yeah. the book, from the book of Saw. Uh, I just thought, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be, like, one of those, you know, uh, crime horror movies or whatever and then i saw the the twisted uh logo and immediately it it's it clicked and i was like it's a saw movie it's another saw movie (laughs) oh boy here we go i personally am not a huge fan of the saw franchise i like the first movie the first movie was good now it just it just goes downhill after that movie i think uh james wan and uh his partner for the saw series uh i think he they they both wrote the story for this from when i was looking up uh stuff on wikipedia right i they they had a screenwriter 
I, I think he contributed. I think the original team contributed. I don't know if they wrote the whole thing because I think a screenwriter was a bit different. Who who did that? <coughs> I don't I don't I don't recall. But I did see something. There's not too much information out there at this time. But I saw something that they they were somehow involved in the writing process, uh -huh. and that could be great. Now I have to say I, I liked your insight about you didn't even know it was a Saw movie because I felt the same way, and I had trouble finding this film because it bears so little resemblance to, to the Saw that I know. I have to say though, if I saw that trailer and thought it was another detective crime movie, I would be completely uninterested in watching yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Because nothing in the trailer was like, we've seen a million movies about a detective and his buddy and they're looking for a criminal and it's a psychological thriller and he does gruesome things and it takes a psychological toll on him and everything is a little bit blue <laughs> because that's the modern look when you're doing a, a, a modern noir film. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, we've seen yeah. that, you know, and then they go into a grungy house and everything's a bit green. It's like, okay, we get the tinting. You know, I, I wouldn't want to see that enough, like the, for the 50th time. And literally, the, and it's, it's working on me because the fact that this is a Saw movie, it actually makes me want to give it a shot just because I know what I'm in for. I want to make a bet. I want to make a bet right now that once this okay. movie comes out, um, the, the partner uh, to Chris Rock's character, the one that was looking at his you know wife and newly born child, I bet that he's going to fucking die. I bet you a hundred bucks that this motherfucker. Well, if you look at a family portrait, you have to die in horror movies. I mean, that's I'm just... reminiscing about my children. Chris Rock gets all meta and shit. And he's like, "Oh, enjoy it while it lasts. You're gonna fucking die." Yeah. <laughs> I I bet you're right. Someone close to him has to die, and if it's not a family member, it's probably gonna be a cop. Or something. I don't know. Now, oh my, I I, I don't know how how Go we're ahead. gonna like go on with this uh the saw series in general because they killed off yeah like john oh kramer they killed him off which was a huge fucking mistake um huge mistake because he's i tried to get up to date with what happened in all those movies before this episode good lord it is a Wow, what a what a like Greek epic it is <laughs> that they have constructed of all of these characters, and I don't, I'm not sure if it's of similar quality, but at least there's a lot going on. Like, I was just trying to wrap my head around who was where at what time, and what movies happened at the same time, and who killed who, and who pretended to be alive at what time, and then found out that they were already dead, and this happened a year ago. Good lord, I don't even care. Like, I just. I'll go into the new one and watch it and see if it makes sense or if they can. And then a water um, buff and then wow. a water buffalo fucking shits out Chris Rock and then he's in the sequel. <laughs> and is that an Ace Ventura deep cut? Wow. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be interesting. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna go to the the movies and see this film. Probably. Probably not. Uh, it's just it's another one of those things like I don't know it could be different it could be very interesting I think yeah. there might be a cult that revolves around this story and they're the ones that are uh, setting up these traps 
and and stuff and who knows it it looks like that yeah. might be the case because we don't have john kramer anymore and you know how that happens and fucking dies and right ridiculous and it's not like it's not like any of the other movies were good <laughs> but no would you is this a film that's kind of worth a ticket price for you are you motivated to i'm someone i rarely go to the movies i love films but it takes a big film to get me going out buying a ticket and taking time I, out of my day to watch a film i tell you what i'm more excited to go see the new halloween movie in theaters yeah. halloween kills and, and because like, totally. I, I mean even before they announced oh sequel uh i was like once they make the the next movie i'm gonna go see that in theaters like i have to now i have to see this through so i don't we're like did all the Saw movies make it to theaters or some of them just straight to fucking DVD? Because... It's possible near the end there, some were straight to DVD. Like, I think Cause seven or eight. I think eight was straight to DVD. I don't know. I'd be mm. impressed. I'd be very impressed if every single one of them went, <laughs> went to uh, the theaters. I would be too. I, I really would be. People, I, people I'm not eat that shit up. Positive that I would. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a fun teen in film, right? I mean, this is the type of this is kind of a a um, more demented. Uh, what, how am I forgetting the name of that iconic franchise where everyone escapes death and then death comes for uh, final destination? Ah, oh, yeah. It, it's a different species of the final destination, but it's a lot less. Oh, I almost said less campy. Final Destination knows it's campy and plays it up. Saw accidentally becomes campy in all of its grandiose storytelling. So, and I will say there are some Saw films that aren't Saw 1 that had really some redeeming factors to them. Yeah. There were moments, just little tiny spurts of, wow, that's an interesting idea. By and large, they get all caught up in this, like, watered-down moralism about you did this and now we're doing this because we're setting this record straight and this is how you become good and you think you were good and you weren't. It's like, oh my God. it. We don't need like the moral compass of, of a screenplay writer for Saw 5 to, to tell us how to live. It just got so heavy-handed at one point. So, I don't know. I, I know before we started recording, we were talking about how it was interesting that this film was released, pushed five months forward in its release date to just get out on the market and you brought up that Halloween Kills that, that's a 2020 film mm-hmm. right this they might just be year. trying to get this out before that one. oh Samuel Jackson I completely forgot oh, yeah. to mention Samuel Jackson how could I fucking do that that I wish they didn't throw him that weird one-liner <laughs> I got excited when he was like oh you want to play motherfucker like Okay, it worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> just gotta say, Samuel L. Jackson, nobody else could have made that line work. You give Sam Jackson that line yeah. with a motherfucker added to it, and he, like, yes. Like, I would have loved to see him in Star Wars just cursing left and right. <laughs> it's not the Jedi way, motherfucker. 
You're not on the council. The council. Uh, the Jedi Council, Anakin, motherfucker. Um, they they did have some notable actors in this, which which tells me that the budget's probably there to give this thing a really good shot. Again, I hope the best I for it. Too. I'm not a lifelong fan of the franchise, but I, I hope this is a fruitful turn because it's it's a franchise that can put good stuff out, and if they reinvigorate it, they gotta... and it works this time, then. Yeah, I'm there. We'll we'll make episodes about I'll, it. We'll we'll see how they do. I'll freak out if if they fucking figure a way to resurrect John Kramer. Oh, that would be horrible. Hopefully, they just they just leave him dead. Oh. It's the, what is done is yeah. done. If they had to do it, they'd just reboot the the franchise itself. But uh, yeah, yeah. this is the ninth installment, and it's a soft it's a soft Ooh. installment, which means. Uh, you could watch this movie without watching any of the other Saw movies to understand what the fuck is going on. So, yeah, it has to be that yeah. way. Like marketing wise, there's no other way to I do mean, this. It looks very few people watched all nine films, and very few people care enough to watch all nine films before another Saw. So I think it had to be a, a new soft installment. That makes sense to me. But okay, <laughs> we're, we're, we should stop talking about Saw. Right. So. Bye. We appreciate you guys watching. We will be back. Uh, we'll find something cool to talk about for the next episode, rest assured. So I see that we, we got a bit of a spike in our listenership on Anchor. So people are tuning in and listening to the old episodes. Keep supporting us. Maybe because we haven't put out a new one keep in a while. Keep loving us. So, yeah, we love keep you. Keep it up. Please. Yes. Please do. And uh, feel free to recommend films or anything like that. So, all right. 